That in hip hop album review, <laughs> Boz, Too High to Write. Before we get into the review, make sure you go to deadinhiphop.com. Go check out everything that is dead in hip hop because our dopeness goes everywhere that our name is. So go check that out. You can get all types of dope, crazy stuff. We have our five year anniversary t shirt that is a limited time only. We have make your own dead in hip hop t shirt kind of sort of where you could take one of our existing designs and put it on any color t shirt that you would like. Also, if you really want to support dead in hip hop, truly, if you really want to support dead in hip hop, Go to patreon.com forward slash dead in hip hop for as little as a dollar a month. So $12 a year, you can get exclusive behind the scenes dead in hip hop content. You will get deleted uh, scenes that you will not get on the YouTube channel. You will get reviews and other things early, including articles of clothing and designs that Modest Media comes out. So a dollar gets you a lot, man. Back to the damn album reviews. That is hip hop bars. Too high to riot. This is my first introduction to bars. Um, I had actually. Really? I thought you fucked with Drake. I did, yeah, too. I fuck with Cobbs. You, you might have heard me. Not Boz. Not Boz. I think that's kind of weird to have two guys. Nah, they both dope. I don't think it was intentional. I don't think it was intentional either, but dang, like, Boz and Cobbs. The two first guys that you signed, Boz and Cobbs. I got Boz and Cobbs on my team. Like, what? I don't know. It's just. And the first initials. Ooh. B and C. It's some kind of. Ooh, maybe it's some deep shit. Yeah. Mm hmm. So definitely be on the lookout for the Cos um, review that me and Ken did. So that, that's going to come out too. So check that out. Um, but Boz, a couple of people hit me up like, yo, did you ever hear this guy? You know, he signed a J. Cole. I'm like, oh, Cos? Nah, Boz. Maybe we're talking the two different things. But then I realized he actually has a guy named Boz and I actually went to go listen to it. And here, here's my takeaway from this. Just like J. Cole, man, I, I hear everything that is good about this guy. I, just, I, I don't hear like like the star, I don't know, like I feel like he has something missing and I don't know what it is. Because because the man can rap, he has some introspective tracks, he has really dope production and I just don't, I can't pinpoint it, man. I can't pinpoint it. How many times did you listen to it? About because I can see, I can see that like on the first, maybe second listen, you just kind of, but about three, four times, I, I, uh, and I, I want to like it. No, no, I, okay. So when I say that, it means like I implied I disliked it. I didn't dislike it. I like this project. He has a lot of those checkpoints that I that I look for that make you know an artist that I really mess with, and he has those. But I'm just not messing with this project like that. Now, there are songs on here like Dopamine, and it's not because Kaz is on there. <laughs> it's not because of that, but... Sorry. You got minions on your phone? <laughs> <laughs> like Dopamine, right? Like the way that beat builds, you know what I'm saying? And then how, like in all honesty, I, I didn't even know Kaz was on there. They, them, them dudes sounded the same on that. So I didn't really know there was somebody else until I saw it when I actually looked at the track listing. Um, Clouds Never Get Old, another dope track that I like. When he says, um, my best pickup line is a young nigga with money. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
and and in that track he goes in the track with J Cole Night Job he go he goes in on this man and I like it. It's just there's something missing from Boz for me, and, and may, may, maybe I need 12 more listens. It's just something missing. I don't know how to. I ain't got shit else, man. He <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, the first time I listened to this thing, um, yeah, I was like, nah, I, you know, it wasn't anything that stood out, so I can kind of see where you go coming from. I was like, oh, you sound like J. Cole. I sound like a J. Cole clone. But when I went back and listened to it, and I started to really, really listen and pay attention to what he was saying, I was like, oh, okay. Starting to get on that first track, Too Hot to Riot. Of course, the album title, I was like, Wait a minute, because you think about like the, the self-awareness on, on, on this project, I, I think is really, really dope. And the, the, the subject matter is what really drives it for me and uh, addresses some shit personally as well. The shit with his aunt on uh, Live For. Live For, yeah, yeah. So I thought that that was cool. It's really subject matter driven. It's like the things he's talking about, the things he's rapping about. And he does it in a way that's similar to J. Cole, but I think he has his own type of style and flow to him. I do agree, Kaz, Boz, and J. Cole all sound very, very similar in terms of, of tone to me and in terms of how they, they rap. But I think what helps Boz stand apart from, from Kaz, of course, are the things he's talking about. And, when, I, when he was the two how to riot and he was just like, man, because I can only imagine how as as we sit and people that sit there and look like, damn, that shit fucked up. And they sitting there smoking. They see shit's fucked up, but they too fucking high to get off the couch to do shit. And you think about all the shit that's been going on for the last couple of years and how as a as a as a race we're we're like, oh man, that shit's fucked up, man. That's we should do something. Even taking it a level deeper, so. So we're too high to riot on the fucked up shit that's going on, but then how do we get the drugs in the communities? People are saying, well, the drugs and the cracks got in the community because of the white people. So then there's, you know, that whole theory is of the white people basically keeping us doped up and fucked up so we can't go out and do shit. But then there's also the thing that black kids putting us all on ADD and all kind of other shit, but saying that we have ADD and then they put us all on the rhythm and shit. So it's like, we're too high to fucking get out and do anything. I'm not saying that black people are the only ones that have drugs in their system because apparently there's a heroin epidemic in, in the white community as well, but I don't give a fuck about them. I'm talking about the black people, the shit that, that we're dealing with. So, just, what? that's not even funny. Sometimes you go a little bit too far. Oh my goodness. Go ahead. Go ahead, black Trump. <laughs> Over the last couple of years, we've always talked about like we need more. What have we said on the show a lot? We need rappers to respond and make music about shit that's going on. The types of songs we, we were receiving in the last couple of years, it was party music, it was you know, smoking weed, it's doing all the other stuff. So we're saying, man, we need rappers to write about shit. Kendrick comes along, he's writing about shit. This guy writing about shit. But back in the day, they, they weren't writing about shit because they were all rapping about smoking weed and partying and shit. So now it kind of highlights like, shit, the reason why we're not making those songs because we're too fucking hot. I like and love what this guy did on this particular project, the, 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 the consciousness of it, um, his approach to it, the songs that he wrote about, you know, um, black owned business, you know, he closed with that. Yo, this, this dude, he, he's interesting. The only thing that the criticism I have is just that 
the similarities to, to J. Cole a little bit, but just listening to the things he's rap about is enough for me to kind of like give him a pass on that. I'm not, not gonna knock him for that that much. Certain, just certain way he delivers certain rhymes, I'm like, damn, that sounds that sound exactly like J. Cole. But I mean, from the first listen on to the rest of the listens, I thought this was a very, I thought this was a, a fun, a fun album, I guess, just as far as he has a good ear for beach. He, he sounds good over the over the production that he that he picked for this. I thought I thought it was one song here, um, the second track, uh, Methylone. I thought that was really interesting how he kind of played using a drug he thought was Molly, but he but he was kind of playing off of like I guess him being in the industry and having like fake friends and like knowing he wish he could pick out which friends is friends is fake like him knowing which that drug is the real drug or not so i thought that was like a different type of because i guess he was a i don't know if he probably used drugs he must have used drugs or a drug addict at some point i don't know but um just the way he played on that i thought that was really interesting i, I, I like live for this song about about his aunt that's kind of like a personal you know thing touching it from cancer by me having my mother passed away from cancer so i thought that was a really interesting for the most part it was just a, a really good listen like the replay value for this was really was pretty high i'm like okay yeah he, he can touch on some some serious topics but he can also kind of like you know <coughs> let loose a little bit and have some fun you know what i'm saying from from begin to the end i was like okay this is this is a, this was a tight i didn't know what to expect this was my first time even listening to boz yeah I, my friend this is my introduction i'm like okay this was this was tight. He kept my attention every time when I when I listened to this project. So, kudos. I thought Penthouse was was cool too. I liked the way he, he yeah, yeah 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 like yeah like I, everything. I think the whole his whole the scheme of, of each song was pretty different. Yeah. Like it was just, it was a good way to switch up and keep my keep me yep. interested a lot of times, so, which which is good. And of course, he kept it at twelve tracks, so that's good too. Did y'all peep that damn the accordion sample that he had from um you know if Madville need the. Uh, Accordion, the second song, not, that yeah. sample, <laughs> on, on, on black businesses, black on businesses. I was like, I'm like, damn, that's the same sample that uh, that Madlib used on Mad Billy. So that's dope. He kind of just kind of gave it their own like trap uh, twist to it, but it was dope. I, I didn't know what to expect. Album called Too Hot to Riot. It's either gonna be really good, or it's gonna be really whack. It started off good, Too Hot to Riot. I liked that. I thought that was an interesting take. The whole like you said, seeing all the problems we have in the world, but really just being too high to really give a fuck. Or I don't even know if he was really using high literally. Maybe he just meant you're too apathetic to really do anything. And it had that line that I'm gonna use from now on where he says, um, until your nation apologize, I'm gonna fuck a European bitch for every African nation you colonize. I, did like that. I was like, yes, mm -hmm. I love that shit. That's, how do you love that shit? You ain't gonna fuck no. <laughs> no. But for all the ones that are, I can take that line and be like, yeah, there you go, my I'll brother. Be like, I'm like, Mike is doing it for the brothers. Yeah, all, day. all day. All day. I'm I already doing know. it for them, for them Trump motherfuckers. See, I look, already know. Because I, I know it pisses you off. I'm a, <laughs> shoot up. Here's the thing. So by the next song, Methylone, I was like, I get it. I know what this dude is. There's this, I don't even wanna call it a trend because it's a good thing. There's this thing going on right now with rappers in mainstream where they have bars, but they have mainstream appeal. And I like this new move that we're going in. And he is one of those dudes where he's got bars and he has mainstream appeal. The same people that like J. Cole, even regardless of the fact that he's on this label, will like this. The same dudes that like ASAP Rocky, I feel like will like this. The same dudes who like Mick Jenkins, but I think he has a really hard Mick Jenkins vibe. I think they'll beat, like this. That comfortable beat from uh, the wall. Yeah, I, I, I had. Yeah, yeah. I, I did catch that. Yep. I didn't catch the Mad Villainy thing, but I did catch that. But here's the thing 
that I think were negatives with this project. And I know everybody here was like, oh, I couldn't really find any negatives. Bro, I could find plenty of negatives with this shit. First of all, he's dull. He He's not an interesting rapper to me. And I'm surprised you said, well, he sounds like J. Cole, but you know, I'm gonna give it a pass. Why? The subject matter is why he got the pass for me. Okay, well, let's this talk time. subject That's matter. It. Let's talk subject matter. So, I do think he had good subject matter, but the problem is he's too surface level with everything. This album is 12 songs, and the running time, I believe, was like, minutes. there you go. A lot of these songs, two minute 42, one minute 39, three minute 30. Why couldn't you elaborate a little bit more? I feel like he just kind of like glossed over a lot of the shit that he could have gone a lot deeper with. It was like every song, we basically got cliff notes of what we really could be hearing. I think he's a dope rapper. I think he has a good ear for beats. But I feel like, again, he just glossed over everything, like Live For. We, we get that it's a tribute, but that song was so short. And I feel like he could have gone so much deeper with that song. Now granted, it's not a song for me. It's a song that he wanted to make as a tribute to his, his, his aunt. And that's great. It's a good song. But I feel like we didn't really take away, I mean, I didn't personally take away anything from that song. I didn't take away really anything from any of these songs. Like, he talks about relationship issues. He talks about his drug dealings. But, did, it, did we get any details? Like, did we, do we really know what, like when Jay talks about, you know, I don't listen to Jay like that, but when Jay talks about his drug dealings, we know why he was doing this stuff, right? We know details. When Biggie talked about dealing drugs, we knew why, for his kids. We knew why, but it's just like, he's, oh yeah, he's drug I, you know, I, I, I left the drug dealer, I came back a fucking poet. When he said that shit, I was like, this dude is fucking hard. But, after a while of listening, I was just like, I'm bored. He could probably address that on the next project if no. he wants to, but maybe he doesn't want to go Get that, that heavy. Deep. Yeah, yeah, because of the whole thing. sometimes you probably do it with your title, Too High to Write, you already exactly. went deep. You already went down that rabbit hole. So you can't turn back once you start. But sometimes you don't have to be Overly complicated. Yeah. Sometimes you need to be Maybe simple as surface fuck. Surface just for very certain. But a mainstream. But a mainstream. Why would okay, no. Why would you come out with an album like this, choose to talk about these introspective issues, and then gloss over them and then wait for your second project to go deep? Well, you need to give people a reason to come back to you. If you sound just like J. Cole, why the fuck am I gonna put your album on to the J. Cole's album? Because I'll tell you right now, I tuned out until J. Cole came in with that fire on Nigel. And y'all know I'm not the biggest J. Cole fan in the world, but he fucking wrapped his ass off on that track. Now that's a problem. J. Cole had the best verse, not guest verse. J. Cole had the best verse on this whole album. And that's not shitting on Boss, because Boss can rap. Yeah, he can rap, but is that really a problem? That yeah, that is. That by, is a, yes! By the guy that signed you? Outshined on your own song is one thing. Outshined on your whole album is a problem. I get that he had great subject matter. That's cool and all, but it was just like, when I listened to a song, it was like, the second I started getting interested to what he was saying, it was like he'd move on to something completely unrelated or the song would be over. The other problem was, fucking beats were samey as fuck throughout this whole project. Like, they were good beats, but goddamn, 30 fucking minutes of the same type of beat. I felt like this could have been really good. And I feel like if he fleshes his songs out, they will be really good. I almost feel like 
I almost feel like his if he puts in work by his next project, I, I feel like he could be on that same level as J. Cole. He might even overtake him because I, some of these songs, I found his rhyme style to be really interesting, which a lot of times J. Cole just misses me with that shit. Fuck, go ahead, man, make this a 45 minute long album if you need to. But being just under 30 minutes and just glossing over so much stuff, like I just. I understand where you're coming from. And some of the, some of your criticism of it, I, I don't wholeheartedly disagree with. I do think that subject matter wise, I think he was okay with that as far as not having to go too too deep. Because some people just need to get that surface level type shit about your aunt passing or about your drug dealing. Maybe that's why he wanted to go with it. Maybe it was too too personal. I don't know. Sometimes you need to need to get some of it out. I got right. You. I get you. You know, I get you, but that just didn't work for me. Like what FIFO says, we need that that balance. For me, it's like finally we got some people that's out here, and you know, I, we always bring up Kendrick, but he's just one. I think the and I can't my brain fart. I can't think of others, but for me and J Cole, but J Cole kind of just got there right with his last one. He wasn't always where he's at now. You know, he's just kind of gotten conscious. It's good to finally hear more of that that people are paying attention to, that may have that mainstream type sound or appeal to it. Like I said, I don't want to hear another J. Cole. But you just did. But you just heard another J. Cole. And, this is and, B. Cole. And, this is what this is. And that that he and Cos definitely need to do something to separate themselves from those comparisons. I don't know how they're gonna do it because their voices sound very, very similar. It's their rhyme it's pattern. Thing, you man. have J. Cole, C. Cole, and B. Cole, and that's an issue. I can't believe that he can't switch his pattern up a little bit. Um, you know, Mike, you said something that that I 100% I, I agree with um, on the album because he, it was very surface, and I, he didn't grab me either. Just kind of like J. Cole didn't that first time yeah. either. Like it just. There's nothing for me to attach myself to. And when you said that, he's not necessarily describing these scenarios in, in, in more depth. You're 100% right because when you do that as an artist, it makes it makes me interested in you as a person. I have a personal connection to that story, to that emotion. And he he didn't do that. Like that that's the reason why for me, like there was nothing for me to grab onto. The only track that I grabbed onto was dopamine. Because in the hook, he's saying, um, it's it's never as low as it can get. You know what I'm saying? It's never as bad as it can get. Um, get rid of that trunk of dopamine. You know what I'm saying? Dump that shit. You don't you don't need this dopamine to deal with your problems and issues. And for me in my personal life, I've trust me, I've hit very close to rock bottom several times. You know what I'm saying? Me personally, me as a family. So that hook hit me. It's never going to be, it's never that bad. You don't have to worry on the drugs and stuff like that. So for me, listening through the rest of the through the rest of this project, he didn't give me anything else that I can, he didn't throw that hook for me to be like, damn, motherfucker, I fuck with you like that. And that's why with this project, I'm like, damn, bro, like. You nice? But Kaz and Bob are rapping about different things though, what you're even, even if you're talking about things in perspective, in a, in a more grand perspective, there's still a reason why you have your perspective. Give me that reason. 
But do we need everybody out here? No, we don't need everybody. Like, yes. do we need a bunch of Mike Larry Dyson, Tanahasi Coast that's yes. just gonna go super in depth? Sometimes we need that motherfucking. Yeah, you know, about sometimes no, we no, need no, that no, motherfucking no, no, grandfather or that old man in the barbershop or somebody that's gonna give you, you some one liners <laughs> and just <laughs> be like, and you walk away. Shit. No, grandfather sit you down and talk to you for fucking four hours about this. Yeah, but they're not gonna. And that's what the motherfuckers need. Sometimes it'd be just basic, straight to the point. This is what it is type shit that you can walk away with. This dude is talking about personal <laughs> issues, but he's not giving you any real details into them. That's what I'm saying. Look, if you're a new rapper, there's really at this point, there's two ways or there's three ways to really get your name in the game, right? You can either do it on some fucking, some controversy shit to where people are just like, oh, this guy did this, so therefore I'm gonna listen to his album. You can do it on some lyrically shocking type shit, like M, to where it's just like, you're such an amazing MC that you could be spitting the ABCs and I'm gonna listen to you. Or you gotta do it on a real personal connect with me level, like on some Drake type shit. This dude didn't do that. It was like he started to, but then he pulled back at the half second. It's like, I don't wanna give you too much. It's never too much. Well, when do do the preacher artist? always tell you all the shit he did when he's up there? I'm just saying, but, when, but for for those of you that went, when the preacher's up there talking about, you know, I've been through some, sh you know, but they don't say shit. Well, he can't do that because then but, the congregation will start judging. But I'm just saying, that, that's one example. They don't always give you the intricate details of what they did to convert them to the point where he's at. Right. Going back to that line that you liked so much, what I thought was a dope line, from the streets to doing the poetry. Right. It's kind of the same thing. Also, um, uh, there you run into people that have been in the hood, that's been doing hood shit, and be like, yeah, man, the streets are cold out there, man. You don't need to be in the same shit that I've been in. You need to be doing something else. Sometimes you just have people that tell you, yo, you don't need to know everything that I've been through, but I've been through some stuff, and I'm telling you, you don't want to be through that. I'm bored. So, then I'm bored. But sometimes you may be bored, but there are other people that can hear that and take it and run with it for what it's worth. You think that he's really making that much of a change off of Extremely I think he can re reach some people that don't need to need all of the. Because somebody don't like to be, be like preached to. Reach? Because some people don't like to be preached to. Like they think you're being too preached. Then you know what? Then don't bother. Preaching. It's not about it preaching your life. Exactly. It's about me giving you why I became a drug dealer. Right. Not just me telling you that I was a drug dealer and don't do drugs but, or don't but sell you're drugs. Curious, but right? why? Huh? Of course, but you should give me that. You're the author of this story. For all we know, Boss was a drug dealer because he wanted to get some new kicks. Boss was a drug dealer because he felt like impressing some, some chick. For all we know, I'm just saying, give me a little bit more. Don't throw me this little crumb because you're a brand new artist. You can't expect me to give a shit enough to wait to your second album to find out why you were doing these things. I wanna know now. And you're saying, well, you're curious, right? I'm curious, but you know what? I'm not curious enough to go pick up a second album to find out. Enough. You didn't give me enough to make me want to take a bite. Exactly. Even though I saw them crumbs right here, you, you, you don't want me to take a bite. Uh, okay, that might have been a nice sandwich, but I, anybody else can eat these crumbs. Right. You're not giving me anything for me wanting to go get, take a bite out of you. You know what else, though? That might have been a good the same crumbs. That line was good. Other people. It's like you're not giving me any special crumbs. They're not even seasoned crumbs because J. Cole already gave me these crumbs. You know what? You said the line was a good line. 
Huh? Didn't you say the line was a good line? Yeah, it was a dope line. All right. It should have been followed up with some details. But I'm just saying, that's, that, that sounded like it was a good bite to me. It wasn't a dope song or a dope what album. You said you took a bite. That line is a bite. You can't stop it. <laughs> I'm still hungry. I'm still hungry, but, but, but the customer service here was so bad, I'm leaving Captain D's and going to Sizzle. Yeah, you ain't hungry enough then. No, I can't stop with the food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The person that signed you, I had the same exact feelings and sentiments, and it has changed over time. And if you started, like if you was a whack artist, I would definitely tell you that, and I probably wouldn't check you out. But you are not whack. You definitely have something. It's just you didn't grab me. Um, I, I, I wanted to be grabbed, especially with this being your first album. You're on, damn. <laughs> And again, you don't have to satisfy, god damn. What I was gonna say was gonna sound fucked up and y'all motherfuckers was gonna laugh. You don't necessarily have to satisfy- Your needs. <laughs> I'm one person amongst millions that probably listen to you. You don't have to change anything to make me happy. But I think that people would appreciate your artwork a little bit more if they can connect on a slightly deeper level. You want boss to go deep? Um. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shut up. <laughs> shit. Yeah, I, I fucks with it, man. What you put out now will enable you to, to grow and, and go another level with the stuff that you're, you're, your next project. So there's there's room to to advance, but other than that, I'm cool with what you you put out um, right now. And I, you know, for me it was very uh, you know, the the top is the subject matter, and and I feel that we need more guys like that in hip hop. And I've always been a guy that appreciated music like that. Anyway, you can definitely get to another place, but you just need a little bit more fire in the stuff that you're doing to really start to pull people in. That may find you, your voice or your tone a little bit too too dull or whatever. Um, but other than that, um, I like what you're doing. I like what you're doing. And I'm curious to see where you go from here. So uh, keep doing your thing, man. You know, certain bars, certain rhyme schemes, you sound a lot like J. Cole. And if you can find a way to change that up or kind of get get that out, I think you'll be good. Like I said, I like I like this project. It was it was a good listen, good fun listen. You had good ear for beats. You sound great over your product over the production that you went over. So. Pretty much it. Looking forward to seeing what you're doing next with your next project. Damn, talk about service though. <laughs> Damn right. I definitely agree with B. He's, you sound great over beats. You can rap your ass off, and something tells me you have an interesting story. My only issue is I need to hear that story, and I think you need to do a little bit to separate yourself more from your peers. Just give me a little bit more of you. Like, like Ralph said, if I can't connect with you, I'm not gonna be interested in hearing another project. Either give me a whole bunch of just nonsense, I don't give a fuck, I'm just rapping, or give me a lot more of yourself, but you can't really, you can't really pick a middle ground there and just kinda like throw it out there and hope it sticks. Give me a little bit more of you next project and you know, hopefully it sticks a little bit more than this one did.